Yo, what's good, extended fam? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. <laughs> yeah. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I recommend a computer. We're professionals here. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Try to catch me slipping there. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Chip. We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Fresco. And it's your boy Floor 700. And we are the motherfucking podcast brothers back again with another week's episode, episode 73. I think so. Right? I think right? so. I think it's 73. If it's I think not, it's 73. If it's not, sue us. Yeah, sue me when you yeah. ain't getting paid. What's good, good, bro? Man, I can't call it, man. We back with another one. Um, Oh, my goodness. I cannot help wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. To, no, not, not I yet. I cannot help not it. Yet. No. Say, say it during your week. I got a big announcement to make, okay, man. Okay, okay, I will let you go. We forgot this last week. The Podcast Brothers will be doing a live show June 9th. And these are facts. <laughs> we, be do, we will be doing a, a live show June 9th. We June don't know 9th, how baby. we want to set this up yet, but we don't know if we're going to sell tickets. Reserve uh, June 9th, man. Reserve the two year anniversary of the podcast, brothers. It's been two years since we started this podcast trip, and we 70 episodes in. So it's it's a big thing, man. We're going to turn it into a big event, like a meet and greet, let people who've been on the show come through, people who've been supporting the show come through, and people just fuck with us, man. Just come through, you know what I'm saying? And everybody can network amongst themselves because everybody is is doing something. Everybody has something going on. You know, somebody at the podcast, Brothers Live Show, might be that piece that you need to complete what you're trying to do. So... This is what it is. So free up your schedule, June 9th. June 9th, baby. Rock with your boys. And it's and it's and it's and it's Gemini season, June 9th. My birthday was two days before that. So I'm gonna be super duper fly and super duper lit. You yeah. Know, you know I do. All right. Well, so listen, we can get into that. We can get into this show. But before we get into the show, one more thing. Make sure y'all subscribe on iTunes, man. Chill. If you have not left us a review on Apple Podcasts, sure you please do, do so. Shout out to the rest of the Podcast Brothers Network and Facts. everybody underneath the umbrella we see out here working. What you call it? Just dropped the episode earlier, was it? Who? Was that today? No, nah, that wasn't today. That was just the page that you sent me for the review. Ooh, uh, oh, oh, uh, Three Shades Dope is finally on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out so, to Three Shades yeah, shout Dope Shout out to Three Shades Dope. Shout out to the whole Pod uh, Pod Brothers Network, but um, okay, so let's get into this week. Let's get into the show. Actually, may you want to introduce the guest? Yes, I will. We have a guest in the building. This is a woman who I've known for a very, very long time. She hasn't seen me. We haven't seen each other in a very long time. She saw me when I was a young pup out here in these streets at Gregory School. And she's mesmerized right now because she can't tolerate how much of a grown man I'm going into. <laughs> I can't. I'm like, what the fuck? Now, we have Miss Tanya Till in the building. <laughs> Let me tell you what's so funny, though, because he just said to me, should I say Tanya Till? No, it's Tona Buck. <laughs> I love him. Damn. But, but, <laughs> so Wait, when hey, he was in graduate school, I was Tona Buck it's Till. Habit. It's a habit. It's a habit. It's, it's a, habit. a habit. But it's crazy because okay. it's on me. I apologize. I messed it up names. No, no, no. That's no. the first Oh shit! That's the first time I messed up somebody's name. But Damn. But, I have, but I have um a lot of names. Okay. And so I appreciate. And the one thing I could say is that I'm honored to be in your presence because I've known your brother forever. Yeah. Like yeah. seriously. 
and I worked with all the siblings um, beneath mm-hmm. you. And to meet you, hi. Yeah, how and, you doing? And to see you to, to to see two awesome brothers working together to do something um, positive. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Well, we appreciate that. We appreciate you coming as well. I am. Yeah, yeah. So what we do now is we get into our week. You know, we... Oh, my goodness. Can I go first? Like, you want to know about a week? Oh, shoot. I didn't know that, but go ahead. (laughs) I got a week, too, to talk about. Please let me go first. (laughs) Without spoilers. Um, Come on. Oh, my goodness. I saw Black Panther last night. No! Don't do that. I'm not sending it to 2.15 tomorrow. Wait a minute. Let's say it was good. I'm not going to say any details about the movie, but let <laughs> yes, me just say. It was amazing. I was never, ever so proud to be a black accent. man ever in my life. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, my goodness. I was completely mesmerized <laughs> by the on-screen display by this film. Like they changed the whole You are such a hater. Oh, my <laughs> God. The I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that movie so much. I I'm can't s- wait. I am so inspired as a black man. To be a superhero? You ready? You, you know ready? what? I want you, 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 you're superheroing it right now. Fist I, in the air. Fist in yes. the air for Black yes. Panther. Yes. I feel as though this movie will make a ton of money. And I hope it does. Oh, my God. Yes. Fantastic movie. You just got my money. <laughs> it was great, though. It was it was really a good movie, man. Um, From the story and just the way that they put black people on a pedestal. It yes. Was, we need it. It was amazing. It was amazing. Um. I kind of forgot about what I did for the rest of the week because for the past 24 hours, I've just been thinking about Black Panther. I was at work earlier. Like, I was everybody walked past my desk. I was like, yo, 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 what you doing this weekend? You want to see Black Panther? Oh, all right. Yes, we need the numbers. What you talking about? <laughs> so, yeah, that's um, I'm very, very excited about that movie after I saw it. It really is that good of a movie. So, you know, I encourage you. I saw one of my friends on Facebook earlier. He was like, am I the only one that's going bootleg Black Panther? I was like, look, uh, don't, don't do be that. a nigga one don't time in your that. life. Just one time we need and you. And get your Bart Simpson ass looking at up off the couch yes. and go see Black Panther. Some yes. people just be wanting attention on social media, man. This is true. But this I hope is, he did oh my goodness, that, this is true. <laughs> I am going to do this in and out of the show all day for honor of Black Panther. Yes. You know what? And actually, I am from Wakanda now. I am no longer from Trenton, New Jersey. <laughs> I am from Wakanda. Black Panther, everything. Go see this world. My week, um, and my week was rough, man. It started off rough. Um... So what was it? Saturday. Sticky, I guess you yicky, could yicky. say. I guess you could say that was my week. Um, what day did we do that? But anyways, we um are are as far as being a homeowner, man. Our dishwasher kind of went on the fritz a little bit, so we tried to fix it. You know, we called a friend over to to give us an assistance. Who who fucked it up? Uh, you know, I'm not going. I'm not going to say no names. <laughs> he messed it up. <laughs> And in the process of wiggling and wiggling, they kind of uh, uh, a hose kind of yeah, <laughs> yes. kind of made it worse. And That's what the man get cave, get on handy, man. the man cave started leaking. You know, what I mean, we had a had a hole in the ceiling. Um, oh so my goodness, that's not sound like a good time. Me, me and my fiance, we um, <laughs> thank you. We patched it up. You know, it looks okay. Y'all looks, did that. Did a good, good. job. Did I wouldn't even know. Hey, yeah, what is life right? now? What's I can't up? even tell. Remember, it was a whole. I there. remember. Yeah, that. me and my fiance patched it up. Uh, y'all super. Oh, man. Yeah, y'all did that. You got to when you're a homeowner. Oh, I know. You, so that's love. As bro. soon as we went upstairs, somebody. As I, I wanted to <laughs> rush down here for hours. Right, I'm like the hell with this. As soon as we went upstairs. They ain't do it again. The kitchen ceiling started leaking. Yes. The kitchen ceiling? The kitchen Home ceiling. Oh my goodness, what is happening? <laughs> we couldn't we couldn't take it. So right. and it was coming from the shower. Who so, was in the tub overflowing the bathroom? 
nobody was in the bathroom at, at all. I, I guess so. What I found out what happened was this is my African face. Can you see it? We see it. I see. I see it. I'm telling you, you go. When I took the when I took the panel off for the door for the tub, and, I, and we turned on the water, we realized the water just wasn't going into the pipes. Which is good because okay. we thought it was pipe damage. Right, that right. would have been right, as long as the pipe is working. Yeah. We yeah. went from I don't listen because we're going to get married this year. Nice. So we went from we might not have no more wedding money because we got to get this house fixed. Yeah. But when I took off the panel and realized that the water just wasn't going in the hole, I visioned it being an easy fix. So you know, my fiance went and got a friend that she knows, and he just came tightening some things. So we back. You better go. I'm, I'm glad that in the first you first place. Able to look behind panel and saw that mess because a lot of black men can't. Just being honest. I am right here. He said he would pay. Your brother or Jamie just said, I'm going to pay for that. You you have have your own home. You got to be able to know how to fix stuff. But this is the first, but I'm learning because when it came to the dishwasher, it wouldn't have leaked that bad had we known to cut the water off. Now we know where the water is to cut it off. You understand? So all of this is learning. Oh, yes. All of this is learning. It's a process. It's a process. So to to make the, the week even worse... Oh, it's going to get worse than that. Well, Damn. I don't know if it gets worse than that, but um, Lord, because ain't nothing worse than but your house. Yeah, 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 more. It's taking all over. Right. <laughs> so I'm bad with dates. And oh, you I forgot realized, Valentine's Day. I re- oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> this nigga about black love. Wait, 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 you know, yeah. some some goodies delivered to the job, right? Okay, that's important. So I called Edible Arrangements while I ordered online, and they guaranteed me that it would be there oh February 14th. Oh, it, it did not get there. When it it get wasn't. There. It did not get there. Until when? I didn't realize she didn't get it till she walked in the door. Oh, like, you, you know see what? the face. You see the face. <laughs> you see the face. That's like an well, abomination actually, for women. No, 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 no. Actually, it was my face because she didn't know about it. Oh. She didn't know it was coming, so like, when she hey, walked uh, in, what well, should have been when I walked in the house and I ain't see all the other um, right. arrangements in the house. Right, she was right. like, this, "I'm confused. This why nigga this ain't get me. Day. Yeah, this nigga ain't get me this." And I'm like, "All right, so you know, did you ask you her what's show wrong? Me every seat. Huh? Well, how did, so I want to know the scenario when she walked in the house and you she looked you looked at her face. You was like, "Hey, what's wrong?" No, when when she walked in, I realized she, she didn't have it, it and I kind of like just like was like, "All right, y- y'all bugging." So I'm on the phone. No, they're not picking up. They're not doing nothing. So the, next, so the next, so the next morning, ain't really cheap neither. They're the not. next, yeah. So one hundred and sixty, one hundred and sixty-five dollars. Oh my goodness! So listen, I should have um, food for the rest of the year. I'm just saying. I this is true. So teams. the next day, around nine o'clock, I get a phone call from Edible Arrangements. <gasps> hey, we can't find this facility, and I'm like, well, you know, I think every because my fiance works in a. I'm not trying I'm to like, put like a business a complex idea, but basically and everything like that. Every yeah. every yeah. con every. Place every residence, every job likes that has a main office. Yes. I think we all know how to find that. Yeah, HR. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not always. That, it's, not, a, it's not that. It's deep. always. And, and and you give them your number. Yeah. So if they had to ask any right. questions, they can reach you back. Right. This is so true. she called oh, I me. Know. The lady called me and said she can't find a place. And I'm like, well, you know, you got to go here, here. And I'm like, well, you know, it's supposed to be delivered yesterday. Well, she said, well, it's here now. I don't hung even up. want it. She said, well, it's here now. I don't want it. Hung up, right? Oh, she, she hung up on you or you so hung up on her? So she found the place. No, she hung up. She said, she said, well, I'm here now. I found it. No, 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 no. I don't but want listen, it. But listen, oh, but listen. So she, right. It's like, it wasn't magical for my fiance. No, I don't want it. You didn't deliver it on time. This is this means nothing to us right now. I just so down. she delivers it. And, you know, my fiance said the same thing I said. It's like, it's supposed to be here yesterday. And she alleged, she said, 
Well, we was looking for the place, but we couldn't find it. But you found it today but how, after. But how, man, why you call me today, but you ain't call me yesterday? Same thing I said. Exactly. You called me today. I would have said, oh, girl, Now, boy. I don't know if you noticed or not, but it's been pretty light outside around it 4, has. 5, 6 it's, o'clock. It, yeah, they, has, they attempted to deliver it at 4.30. It's, it's still light. It's still daylight. It's still light. It's still light. Still daylight. So she was. So my fiance was like, you know what? I appreciate. What, it, what location was this? What edible arrangements location was this? In Marsville. Oh, do, do not. You hear that, yeah. folks? You hear that? So, my yo, fian- you got a platform to put them under the basement, man. Talk shit about their business. My fiance <laughs> called me. She was like, yo, this is nice. I appreciate it, but we're taking this back. I That's said, cool. it. Because it doesn't mean nothing if you don't want this. It wasn't on the day. Men yeah. don't get it. Can I just tell y'all, man, yeah, something? Yeah. I know that most holidays are. Um, made up by negative mess. But for a woman, I don't care about any time of the year. It could be any bull mess. And I'm only saying nicer because I don't know if I'm going to run for office again. So with that said, because <laughs> I got a real filthy mouth. But with that said, mm-hmm. we want stuff on that. We want this. We want everybody to hate on us. When We could have the worst man in the whole world. He could have cheated, lied, stole. Well, on Valentine's Day, if he sends something to our job, we spell like a Picture, freaking Instagram. I, oh, what? Facebook. We, you could be the worst, but Valentine's Day, you have to come through. And I know men don't get that. They say things like, oh, Valentine's is a man made holiday. Um, Thanksgiving is a man made holiday. Christmas is a man made oh, holiday. But yet we all, it's, 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 same way you feel about Thanksgiving, black women feel about Valentine's Day. So, Kudos to you for trying to make sure it yeah. happened, but I would have been just like her. It, the day is so, over. Everybody got their stuff. So I went, can I ask you a I question? Hold on, hold on. I went to go get the gift at lunch, so I took my whole lunch to go get it. And I actually look at what I purchased. I said, this ain't $165 worth I know of that's goodies. That's I like said, I'm never, right, right, with I'm some never calling edible arrangements for nothing. Yes. So I actually took it Especially back, Valentine's. and then they tried to tell me that they were not going to give me the $14 back for delivery. And I said, well, yes, you are. Because you didn't deliver it. They said, but we tried. I said, no, you didn't. Because if you did, you would have called me on Wednesday like you called me on Thursday. Yeah. So they wound up refunding me the entire thing. I got to wait five to six business days to get my bread. That's the ball right there. You took um, it right away, though. He took it right away. So uh, what was the question you was going to ask me? Um. So what what, what were you preoccupied with that you only remember? No, I'm bad with dates. Like, if something's coming up. Like, I'm bad with it all. You got a you phone, have, bro. And you Doesn't have a really matter. good fiance because I'm going to make sure everything that's important to me yeah, you ain't. is on your calendar. Well, no, no, no. Well, that's the thing. I also appreciate the fact that I'm not judged off. Oh, she's wonderful. That's yeah, why yeah. she has so an amazing I was fiance. I was definitely going to let that be known. I'm glad yes, that if she a, is an great. event gets messed up, I I don't have to worry about my she relationship. All right. well, I'm judging you because. Because I'm judging you. I'm, <laughs> I'm judging you right now. You. Sending you hey, Let me but tell you, you something. Have, that's why you're well, going But it's like this. It's like, I'm going to do this next year, too. I'm going to forget. That don't make no damn sense. It's what I do. We got, listen, when you scroll on social media all day long, this shit reminding you all damn time of what the hell is about to happen. It's only. It's only certain dates that we want. Our birthdays, the um, anniversary. Nah, bro, you fucked and up. And Valentine's Day. It's on three times out of the year. That's ours. We cook, we clean, we take care of kids. We only ask it as a woman those three days. So you, if you need to put it on your wall, January the 1st, that those three days are important, we need for you to handle that. That's just why, saying. That's why I will take some responsibility because it was like a last minute thing. Okay, okay. And that's why they got okay. to. That's why they was able to charge you so much money. And at the end of the day, with those type of organizations, with those type of businesses, they know they're overbooking. Like, I'm, like even one of my mother flowers, her birthday's around Val- um, Valentine's Day, she get the crappiest 
three years in a row I got the crappiest flowers because they did um, they right. they got so much Valent- going right Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah. True. So yeah. note to everyone who's listening, I'm um, don't wait till the last minute because edima- do not do it because edible arrangements is not always bad because I've have used them, but around right. certain holidays, especially Valentine's Day, because they're um they're too the high demand, so huge, yeah. just a high demand. They're going to give you crap, and if you would have sat back and allowed that and allowed them to um. Give it to you on the 15th, they would have. For yeah. real. You finished with your week, bro? Um, my week was well, crazy. Well, yeah, so it was Valentine's Day. I wanted to get my bread back um, before so y'all got here. what did you do here. for Valentine's Day? Okay, so you got your bread back. What did you do for your wife? You got something planned uh, tomorrow. Nice. Because that's what I was about to get into. Okay. Um, huh. Before y'all got down here, I was watching Captain America that had Black Panther in it. I'm, oh getting, I'm getting ready. Yes, I'm excited. And then tomorrow, me and my fiance, we going to the movies. You know what I'm saying? She, so so we're going to do some things. Tomorrow, yes, that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, don't spoil it. We're going mm. tomorrow to see the Black Panther. Okay, I just want to know if we're already finished talking about your week. That was like 15 <laughs> minutes on your week alone. Are we that was finished? a lot, though. That was important. You I actually had something going on. on. We you never go lot. into your week that but long. That was a lot. That's though. the first time. But I appreciate the detail. <laughs> hey. It is your turn. How was your week? What is my life like right now? Mine's my is week real. Was um, you know, mine's. I am the only person in my school which have about 300 and plus African American students um, that is hands on with uh, with our Black History program. Mm-hmm. I had one right hand; he's not there. So, to put this whole show, show on that's important to me. You remember me, Jared from um, Gregory School? That's important to me mm-hmm. to um, educate our children about our culture. And then um, I have a career day on February the 27th. So I got tons of people calling me and all the other stuff that we're going to talk about. I have literally like five major projects going on and I'm recovering from a brain injury. Yeah. I have to get hit by a car and somebody left me there to die. That's a whole nother story. Jesus. But, yeah, oh my goodness. Yeah. That is so yeah. not so cool. I, so my week has been busy, productive. Um, and I'm just glad that my brain is telling that I can do what I do. God is good. Yep. All the time. Yeah. Go. So now. Yeah, we are about 20 minutes in off, off my week alone. Just off your week. Um, <laughs> but your week was important to black to, to men, trust me. But before me. we get into the fresh fiascos, I want to do the little little segment that I mentioned. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, black love. Mm. I seen this going around on Twitter. And, you know, it was Valentine's Day. Black Panther just dropped. So, we all black everything. Yes. So, before I read some bits of the article that I read, the question that I have for us is... How important is black love to you? That sounds like a dope intro to a song. Like the beat was supposed to drop right after that. <laughs> Somebody get that sound bite. This is not my baby. <laughs> I love it. I love Hold it. Sound, get that sound bite. <laughs> so, you both, How, so who's uh, answering first? Because I'm a little older than you. Um, oh. I think black love is awesome. Um, you know, I think it's important because, you know, First of all, you want the culture to continue to thrive and grow and to continue to populate. If you, you know, cut down on black love, you're essentially taking away from black babies being born. You know what I'm saying? So I think black love is awesome to keep the culture going. And um, just I just I just with, just like you said, with black love and Valentine's Day and Black Panther, it seems to be a time for black people to be united. I'm just all for people coming together. Jewish people take care of Jewish people. Chinese people take care of Chinese people. Indian people take care of Indian people. Arabs take care of Arabs and so on and so on. It's time that we really just drop that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And just come together as people. I told somebody to shut the hell up early on Twitter. <laughs> 
Because this this dude talked about something. I seen a tweet. He going to talk about something. This is why white people, this is why white people look at us retarded now. Why y'all all all extra for a movie? I said, man. Really? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. What you talking about, man? I'm from Wakanda. I want to ask you a question. But you would have said all of this if you hadn't seen Black Panther. No, I would have. Okay, I, w- I would have so because even because Black Panther, the buzz was this big when they announced that it was coming out this date last year, All Star Weekend. Everybody yes. saw that shit went crazy. Yes. It's been it's been the buzz has been slowly building ever since then, and it was a huge buzz. It was a huge buzz. Like this this movie is awesome, but what everything else uh, that I said also stands because it's it's been like that forever, man. Like. Everybody takes care of their own people except for us. And then when shit hit the fan and celebrities like like fucking uh, 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 Monique asking us to boycott shit, we don't need to for her. Like you know what I'm saying? But I, um, I'm just all for people coming together and no matter what shape, form, or fashion. And Black Love is one of them. You know what I'm saying? That just also helps uh, um, repopulate the culture. So it's what all do you dope. Think? Black Love. Um, I'm a little older than you are by a couple of days. And with that said, <laughs> <laughs> just by a couple of days, and my couple. kids by your age. But with that said, um, any love is a lot of work. And so what you have um, is that you have two different um, backgrounds, two different personalities trying to become together as black love. Um, again, any love. But black love, more importantly, because not that other cultures don't come with dysfunction. We come from a lot of dysfunction. And the, the function is not being addressed. So because it's not being addressed, we take two dysfunctional people. And again, I'm not talking about anybody else culture because I know they got dysfunction. You asked me about black love. I'm telling you what I know being a black woman. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you have two dysfunctional um, people who have learned differently trying to make the one. Because mm-hmm. biblically, that's what it is. The two become the one. And so it's a lot of work. And if you are not confident as a black man or a black woman in what you believe and what you know... You will never be and who able you are. to, and who you are, you mm-hmm. will never be able to fulfill a, a healthy relationship. Um, black love comes. This is where women. I'm gonna talk from a woman because I got two men. Right. This is where women get screwed up with black love. Our expectation from wonderful black men supersedes what they can give us sometimes. Gems. Not all. Not all That's of crazy. them, but right. some of them. Meaning mm-hmm. that I want some man to know how to love me unconditionally. Um, I want him to know how to treat me unconditionally. But his daddy was either locked up. He was a drunk. He was abusive. Um, he was um, either um, physical or abusive, um, verbally abusive to the mother or the women in his life. And so at this point, I have this amazing black man who I see potential in, but he has been groomed mm-hmm. to treat women a certain way. Yeah. Bottom line. And so from birth, women desire to be loved. The men are physical. Y'all can have sex with 20 women and don't care about not when they're one of them. Have sex with one woman and she is scratching up your car. She is trying to call your girlfriend. She is not going to be the side chick for long. Because with that said, we are very emotional. So we have relationships that we think that are black love because a man tells us that he loves us and that he cares for, uh, for us. And technically, he's physically getting satisfied through us. Yeah. We don't know how to act. So those are the ones that are, are the side chicks that you don't, that's not really good because they're going to mess your mess up. Mm. It's Literally. called playing your role. And, and and they don't know that because we are emotional. Most men need to understand that. Right. That's why marriages are destroyed. That's why we start off. I'm telling you, I can write, oh, I am going to write a book. So with that yeah. said, we start <laughs> off with saying that I understand I'm the child. Oh, yeah, I mean, ain't I, no I, good. I, it's all good. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm right, the side right. chick. And men, because you are physical, once you physically release, you are okay. 
when a man physically released into us, we become emotional. Mm-hmm. So when we become emotional, I have a tie to you that you didn't tie into me. Mm-hmm. So therefore, about three or four times into the sexual account, into the sexual encounter in a man's mind, in our mind, they love us because they are showing us attention. And they are showing us um, they they we are we are becoming one. It doesn't mean anything to men. No disrespect to y'all, but it really oh, yeah, does that to definitely. a lot of men. They know I got a girl at home. You look good. I'm going to bang you. And it is what it is. No, not for women. And I, I, you can look on your phone, whatever. Find out how many women done snitched. I'm going to tell your girlfriend because either I like you, I want to hurt you, or I'm going to take your man. And Preach. at the end of the day, oh, I can, I'm, oh, I'm going to write books about, about this. Because the thing is, you're talking to somebody who came from a former cheater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know both sides. I know mm-hmm. what it's. I know what it's like to be the, on the other side. And and I also did marriage counseling for years. Mm-hmm. And so with that said, when I sat across from men, they thought that I was going to try to judge them based on what the women are saying. No, no, I can. I'm neutral because I've been on both sides. Mm-hmm. So with that said, black love is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. But if you if you are willing to put into the um, work, it's one of the greatest things ever. Mm-hmm. It really is. When um, you have children out of black love, yeah. you raise the most powerful, educated children and the world can't stop them because they have two strong entities coming together to form one. Oh my God. Can we name this episode Black Panther? Uh, the- <laughs> no. Can we do that? We can. We can, do, we can name it Black, but... Can we do that? At the, at the tomorrow at 2.15, we can name it Panther. Okay. But, 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 it's, a, but, it's, a, but it's the truth how um, men see a certain view of love and how women see a um, view of love. These women have um, seen themselves, even if they came from dysfunctional parents, daddy's beating them or mama's out there tricking or whatever, in our minds, I need you to understand this, we still see ourselves getting married. And a lot of us see this wedding and a lot of us envision this day and men just trying to get their mess off. Yeah. So you need to be careful, men and women, but technically men, when you are in a relationship, and I hate to give you this advice free, because <laughs> 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 it's going to be in one of my books. <laughs> so I hate to give you this advice free, that you need to be careful um, in who you think that's going to be that side chick, because I promise you, at least 90% of the women will not be. Because we are an, an emotional beings, we think that sex has is equivalent to love. It has nothing, ladies, it has nothing to do with love. And we're going to stop men. you. Save it for the book. Yes. Save it for the book. Go. These are a lot of gems. Jesus It was Christ. a lot of gems. We could have let you put, but then I know you want to save it for the book. Go. Can we paint Go. the walls black and white? I, I mean, I was yeah. going to read the five reasons why black love is Tell important. Tell me why it is. I, okay. I just told you. Okay. Okay. I know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You just told me. Because I'm good at what I do. Yeah. It's going to be yeah, books. Very, so, very much so. You want me to read it? I mean, but I, I don't do want to hear. I want to hear what okay. they said. All right. Not uh, that I'm going to be wrong, but go ahead. Right. You're not wrong. Like, I'm, I'm listening to you. I'm like, you know what? I don't got to write. I don't got to no, read it. I want right. to read it because I want to see if I'm right. Okay. 100%. Uh, <laughs> I was reading the article and it's the five reasons black love is important. Um, the first one was common grounds collide. And that means to put black love. To me, black love is phenomenal. They write. No one gets you like your own. I say that because as a black woman in America, there are certain trials and trip and experience that mm-hmm. you came upon that are only a black man will understand. understand. Yeah. Yep. We can, yep. We can some, we can some, number two, some that up. history is being made. 
Yeah. The stigma of a generational trauma from the time of slavery has always taken a toll on black love from men not being able to protect their wives yes. from slave owners to women not being able to truly show affection in public during those times. Yep. Black love is much more than what you see on the surface. Yes. You're Man. making history every time you stand side by side, every time you walk hand in hand and every time you both stand up and face opposition. That's big. Go. Yeah. Number three. The odds are beat. With all the statistics set out against the stagnation of black couples, yes. the bond creates something telling. Sticking it out through the tough times and holding the love strong is what makes black love special. Yes, You're changing the course of all odds stacked up against you by letting your love reflect your pride, strength, and courage together. Yes. Number that three. This yep, is four. four. Dropping on them. A legacy lives on. As stated before, love is love. You can't help who you love or where that love will come from, whether you whether they're of the same race or not. However, there is something at the point of allowing your legacy to live on. A legacy mm. is more than wealth, status or passed down emblems. A legacy of ex- experience, heritage and pride is just as important. Passing down a legacy of tradition from generation to generation is ingrained in the black community and shines even brighter with black love. Mm. Number five, the yes. reflection moves other. The strength of love is contagious. Black love is even more infectious, infectious and seeing it, it uplifts others to seek the same. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to um, the mic on that. I'm yeah. Back love. Yep. Drops mic. So, yeah. So, you know. You're all older than me. But, I got a little experience. You know, <laughs> but just like the gems that you dropped, like these are just things that I think we needed to hear because a guy just might be thinking, you know, I'm just screwing around. Oh, she's going to come back. And, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And, and, we think differently. And, That's and why they women, had, We think it, differently. Men, men from Mars or women from Venus or whatever it is. We yeah, definitely think man. differently. Yeah. It's going to come too. back and hunt. You, yeah. my man. That was a great opening segment. Yeah, yes, man. Yes, I'm excited. That Definitely. Awesome. When you told me who was coming, I was like, you know what? I got this topic. And I was trying to find you on Facebook, but I couldn't find you. No. I don't know if you gave you the right name or something. So I was no, like, you know what? No, he probably gave me Tanya Till in my head. Yeah. And that is not yeah. my name at So all. I was like, I got this topic I want to go I over. I the fifth. I didn't know if it was something for you, but I'm glad that Everything it was. Everything is for me. Yes. Well, I didn't even know who you was before you walked in the show. I'm, I'm the greatest. I, trust me. I like you that. got I it. I tell people I saw ice somebody live in Alaska. Meaning mm. any topic you give me. I got it. I can talk about. Gotcha. Yes. So we're going to do our fresher fiasco. And just like I said earlier, like we just say a topic and you just say whether it's fresher fiasco and you just tell us why. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Let's this go. This week's fresher fiasco. First up, it's just the Black Panther. Okay. Do you think, well, fresher fiasco, do you think the Black Panther will break $1 billion the first week in sales? I'm going to go first. Yeah. I'm going to go fiasco. Oh, my yes. God. And here's why. Yep. That's a lot of money. It's too much pressure on yes. us. Yes. It's like, I've I read the numbers. I think they said he's going to get the record for this four-day holiday. Yeah. But it's going yeah. to be about around $160 million. Like Yeah, that's, he's not going to do Yeah, he, he's going to break. That's just the first four days. I said the week. Mm-mm. No, no, it's no. Not. It slows down during the week. The weekend yes. is the big money. Yes. Anybody wants to lose on not Tuesday. Not at all. So, um... People do go to the movies on Tuesday. I mean, they, they do, not, but I mean, not the masses go. numbers, yeah. But people do. go Okay, to the movies. so if if he's projected to make one six, if the Black Panther movie is projected to make between one sixty and one seventy, on when nobody has to work or go to school, how much money do you think he's going to make Monday through 
Friday or whatever, you know? Hell if I know, yeah. man. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, like but, oh, okay, but 160 and you like, what, uh, 850 off from a billion? You have not seen the movie yet, <laughs> so you don't know, you know what you're I'm pretty sure the movie about. is fire, but can, can I, let's be realistic. Fresh and Fiasco, you can chime in. Fiasco. Fiasco. Let me, let me tell you why. Not that, um, as an African-American, that I'm so excited to see this come to, to fruition. But um, as an African-American, I'm so sad to say this. Oh my goodness! Ooh, we have say? so many other resources that we have that we don't have to go to the movies. I'm just uh, being honest. Fire stick. I'm, yes, I'm just being honest that people and they don't understand the importance. Like, if you want to, um, it's not good to do any movie, but it's not good to do any movie. <laughs> but please don't do the movies that we need as African Americans, so that uh, so that we can do more movies. Mm-hmm. Like once um, they make once we raise a certain amount of movies, um, so, certain amount of money for these movies they have to continue to produce them but our people and i love y'all <laughs> i'm gonna say that we got that stuff on the fire stick we could we won't wait well, t- two days from now i'm going to the um supermarket and somebody gonna have it on bootleg i'm just they gonna I'm walk to the barbershop yes they're Panther. gonna have it mm. whereas <laughs> if they don't understand the importance of numbers and why we need to mm-hmm. make sure we support these um movies like like we need to we're ignorant um we are it's, it's lack of knowledge i ignorance is such a real word but i've learned to say it is having lack of knowledge about like what we need like to, right because ignorance is one of my used to be my favorite word and i was like i'm hurting people feeling so they just have lack of knowledge i feel of, like of importance i feel like and, and i'm sure it's an amazing movie now i'm gonna yeah. tell you at the, i'm gonna tell you at 4 <laughs> tomorrow i feel like it will i would say fresh i feel like with this movie, I feel like people mm-hmm. do know the importance of it. I really feel like it's up there. I do. She made twenty five million dollars last night. But but and who? Even though that it might be small in box office numbers, yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? But that's a record. That's not small. That's, but, but that's what I'm. But like I'm just saying overall because it's, it's one day open tonight. I think that's pretty significant, and I really think it's going to be a great turnout. Maybe maybe not a billion, but nah. I, I really I really think it's going to be like it's going to be big. I'm, I'm not saying it's not. Gonna I be don't big. feel like I don't feel like I don't think it's going to be a another movie that's going to be this um, big this year. It's this- a lot of um, um, like a book I read and they had it on um, big screen. I was like two people in the theater. Yeah, this is different. Mm, <laughs> you know, right, yeah. right. You know, some of our African-Americans produce very good movies. I'm not knocking anybody down because I love the industry, but there's some things that if you didn't read the book and they put it on screen and you're sitting there like two yeah, people in yeah, there. Yeah, don't care. This, but but mm-hmm. people like, um, action fig we we like these heroes right, yeah regardless of what colors they are we like them either mm-hmm. white and that's the thing i think that even though um a lot of us won't um pay i'm just being honest to see the movie it it, it cross cultures and right. so ev- so that's important that's important about are we talking it worldwide to, yeah, too you have right to cross cultures with it it can do a billion just not in a week that's no. what i'm saying I don't think it's going to do a billion at all. I'm just being honest. I think both of you are wrong. We are wrong on the next topic. So we'll come back. I promise you that I'm always right. What's the next Make one? Make sure you go see the movie <laughs> twice. I'm going to 2.15. Fresh and Fiasco. LaVar Ball is back at it. LaVar Ball threatens the Lakers saying oh, that Lonzo God. Ball will not re-sign with the Lakers after his rookie contract is up if they do not sign the other two Ball brothers. Fresh and Fiasco. Fiasco, man. <laughs> It's really time for Lonzo. Yeah. He played for the Lakers? Yeah. It's really time for Lonzo to tell Pops to shut up. Yeah. He said, my son will not resign with you if you don't sign the other two. brothers, no. Bruh. (laughs) I made it. I'm in the NBA. You talking about the thief? 
Yes. <laughs> you want this little motherfucker? Yes, embarrass the whole black yeah. culture. Like this little thief, you better keep his little thieving ass in the little thing. It's a fiasco. I like. I think we all know why. I don't gotta go. You know. You know what? It's a fiasco. So let me just say this as a parent. Um, I appreciate the um, boldness, the, the boldness, and the lack of the, the boldness of this father because of the fact he is bold as all he bold as hell. And yeah. so, with that said, um, if I have an opportunity to promote my other two, why not? Right, talking about talking about. Be it if the Lakers um, um, sign him or not. He's still putting them out there. See, even if it's negative, see, this is what you need to know about publicity. Even if negative, it's negative or good, it's, it's still, still publicity. publicity. Yeah. So somebody's going to hear this crazy behind daddy, even though the Lakers like a heck up out of here. But now you know that I have two sons that's trying to get into the NBA too. So it crazy as he sounds, this man is a businessman and he's smart. Even though we think he's dumb, he, he knows he knows what he's doing. I didn't call him dumb, but no, it's, I think you it, don't you don't tell the lake you don't tell any no, basketball team. Oh, he did that on purpose. He has a strategy. I'm telling well, I you. See it. I, I think I, I, I still think it's a um, fiasco. Yes, just, don't get me wrong. But yeah. I think that in the fiasco. He's still going to win for them two boys because he's still putting their names out there that people may not even um, consider. I'm just saying he's crazy. Um, it's definitely a fiasco. First of all, as a lifelong Lakers fan, me too. Um, yeah, Lonzo. We, I mean, uh, uh, Lavar. This the, the Lakers, bro. Mm, it's they, the Lakers. You're right. I Lavar Ball is definitely probably the hustler. Of the year. he ain't got no talent. He just got a mean mouthpiece. Like his dad. And he got three sons that happen to be pretty good ball players. And he got to I mean he's talked his way to his position, which is awesome because he ain't get a little That's cool. But uh, nah, you can't throw those kind of threats. Mm. You can't throw those kind of threats like that. Now you're right about his sons. You know what I'm saying? Being mentioned. You know what I'm saying? And their names being in the atmosphere oh, with teams recruiting talent. That's cool and all, but that doesn't no. necessarily mean that. They're going to bite on his offer. I, I, I feel like they might let, especially if Lonzo don't develop exactly. and he stays the way that he is. Bye. And three years later, it's like, all right, Lakers, what's up? Lonzo going to leave you on sign these two. Uh, we had him for three years. He's averaged 6.9 and three assists. Bye, you boy. can take his little screech. <laughs> you can Bye, take his boy. little screech diamond looking ass up out of here. Yeah. And take him somewhere. <laughs> 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 you can take this screech yes. diamond looking motherfucker out of here and go. But That should be a fiasco across the board. Yeah, it's, it absolutely, it's absolutely a fiasco. You just don't. Even if it wasn't the Lakers, I don't give a damn if it was Anybody. the Orlando Magic. Like you know what I'm saying? You don't. You don't. You don't get to pull those kind of strings like that. So so fresh, fiasco for the fresher fiasco. I got the last one. Here it okay. go. Rapper Joe Butt. Pump pump pump. Pump. So Make sure you put that beat. Okay. Pump okay. Pump Joe Butt. He's a rapper from New Jersey. You heard he has that song before? Podcast now. You saw you got um, served. Yeah. At the end, were they dancing? Pump yeah, yeah, pump yeah, yeah. pump. Yeah, that's him. That's okay. the only way you would know. Dancing. That's no, song. that's not him dancing, but it's a yeah, song. It's a song. All right. Okay. He says, he says in a tweet, my oldest son called to tell me he dissed me in a song and wanted me to hear it from him before the streets told me. Fresh or fiasco? Can I go first? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's fresh, man. He being real. It's fresh. Told you straight up, Pops. Uh, I was talking shit. Yes, and you're hearing it from me first. You ain't got to get no speculations or wonder if you hear it from nobody else. You heard it from the horse's mouth, and whatever you do with it after that is up to you. You know what I'm saying? It's fresh. Uh, for Joe Button, I mean, if my son dissed me, I probably wouldn't tell no damn body. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, if my son, I, I probably wouldn't say nothing. I probably, I would listen to it. I would probably cry silently to myself, depending on what he said. You know what I'm saying? But I, I 
sure as I wouldn't make that a public thing. When it comes to emotions and close people to me, I don't I don't put that into the world. That's something that I'd rather deal with privately, but you know, it's the way we it's the world we live in now. But uh fresh for him being straight up with his pops like, you know, on some fuck you shit or whatever and fiasco for Joe actually even telling people about it like for what? I'ma say it's fiasco. I listen to Joe Button and it's not a hot it's not a hot record if he's not getting emotional and telling you what's going on in his life. And he's mentioned songs about his mom and dad, but he's never dissed them. But it's a part of the venting process. Yeah. I think the son should have took a venting process with it. To me. Like, you know, if you want to dish Can't your dad. Tell that man how to no, feel no, I'm saying, bro, if you want to do it, do it. But just me personally, don't diss that's still your dad. And as you get older and you become a grown man, I think that's what some fathers wait for. It was like, you know what, the mom got you now. She's got control of your mind. I'ma wait. And then when you become a grown man, let's have this oh, talk. Yeah. But I know, but I think that's how some men yeah. picture it. Yeah. So now that this kid is old enough to have his own thoughts, even though I'm not saying that his mother did or didn't poison him, a la the 50 cent situation. Mm-hmm. Um, he's on some now, Ooh, dad. You've been getting vocabulary words, bro. I'm catching you. A la? You never used that in the sense I did. before. I, I know you did. I know you never I used did. that shit in the 73 episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know for a fact, nigga. You ain't gonna use that in no sense. This is a new My term. journalism yes. is enhancing. Yes, it should. I didn't use that either. Yes. I didn't use that one either. I'm, I'm gonna go put her because it's a black woman. Yes. You see how my yes. journalism is Yes. <laughs> Turn up. Yes. Anyway, so, um, yeah. So, just like the 50 Cent thing, like I said, I do not know the Joe Button situation um, but as far as this I wouldn't diss my pops I would put it in a song about how he wasn't there and how it affected me not a diss okay so I'll say fiasco so I'm mixed I say both and let me tell you why I feel that um, the child is saying his realness yeah and so the bad part about the child um, feeling his realness a lot of times as the father, you don't understand what you did or did not do impacted that child yeah. in the way that it did. And this Facts. is a message for all black men. Um, and I, can I use my own story really fast? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Sure. So I have a um, father who's in a nursing home and he has a daughter that he raised, but he never did anything for me. But at the end of the day, I'm the one who had to make decisions. I'm the oldest for him. And in my mind, I was like, if he knew that I would be the one who had to make decisions for him, he would have took, him, t- took better care of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I'm I'm torn because this is a boy's reality. Like you said, you wasn't in his home, but he ain't saying nothing that he knows that's not factual to him. The father may not feel what he did impacted him that way because we don't, as as parents, yeah. want to feel that we made choices that, that hurt your that kids. hurt our children. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a win win, technically, because I'm hoping that by the song it let fathers know we need to step up, and I don't care how, I don't care how bad the um. The mother. the mother is. Right, That's right. important. It's a lot of work. I, trust me. And and I'm not saying that because of, um, cause of my situation, but I raised a um, nephew who had a mother who was really um, unstable. And um, I so I raised him, not my brother. My brother's an amazing father. Don't get me wrong. But in turn, I understood why he didn't want to deal with her. But it um, damaged their relationship. Even mm-hmm. though he was the greatest brother in the world, as a father, it damaged their relationship because... He didn't really want to deal with the mother. And it, it has to be hard. Yeah. I was an amazing baby mom. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Ask my baby daddy <laughs> or my husband. I'm, I'm, I am still amazing baby mama. 
But I learned um, through other people's experiences, and I want my black men to learn, as I'm talking from a woman's um, perspective, is that I don't care if you have to go through your mama, your auntie, your sister, find somewhere that somewhere that's um, mutual with the baby mama that you can be a part of this child's life. Because, again, I'm, I'm torn because what that boy felt, he felt, and nothing that that father can say that changed how that, child's, how that right. child felt. Suck it up. Right. I it, feel like... I, I I feel like that exactly because I I grew up without my pops and you know I and I grew just, up without a pop so you know right so I can be like well I don't give a fuck how I, if I gotta say what I gotta say you know what I'm saying like you can't tell me I'm wrong and how I feel I because say. you were not there right and yeah. so and so he does have a platform and I'm glad he used this platform because I promise you he's opened a platform for other boys like right. or other I, girls like us yeah um, and I also feel here. like with situations like that too like it might be something that the kid misunderstood as well and maybe it's a situation that he hasn't experienced enough life to fully understand so Joe being an older man you, you can see it sit back and see that his son probably doesn't really understand the situation felt like okay well like you said earlier I'll, I'll talk to him later I'll let him have his moment I'll, I'll and, and, and it's kid. okay to let him have his moment don't yeah. judge him ask that parent the worst thing that you can do is try to judge him for how he feels and tell him that how he feels is wrong, it's wrong right. how he feels is how now, he feels like, regardless like if it was that. the mama the grandmama or who poisoned him who didn't poison him this is how he feels. Yeah, you this can't is how he wants how to, to um, express how he feels. And you can't change how he feels. My daddy can't change how I felt about him. And I'm glad you said that. Daddy. Because, like daddy. I said, Joe Button is the one that tweeted it. He just was like, that's my boy. So he understands. At least he loves him yeah. still. Because yeah. yeah. a lot of parents get emotional and try to find boy. Right. I'm sorry, you know that's my favorite Drake, line. Drake right. just better not jump on the remix. Oh. So like, oh, that is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's this week. You got more, y'all. Nah, know? that was it. That's, that's this week's okay. fresh, uh, fresh fiasco, fiasco. Man, we're gonna have the polls up on Twitter. Let y'all catch the vote for those, and let y'all know Are what y'all think. Well, okay. relax right now. We can okay. take a little break because we about to get into this week's dope and nope. Okay. Oh. Let's, but let's talk I'm about excited. last week's dope and nope. It came from MC Knowledge. MC Knowledge. Shout MC out to the homie. The name of the track was called "You Can Be Anything." I think nah. You, you, know, you would have loved know, that record. You know I'm, I'm empowerment. You would have loved that record. Yes. This, the voting poll, it, it was controversial. Man, like. Niggas, niggas. I was watching niggas. the tweets and. You know how niggas Shout out to Miz 100. Shout out to Miz 100. Yo, that's my boy, <laughs> yeah, yo. Miz 100. Shout out to Hood Geniuses Podcast. Hood Geniuses. I, listen, every Monday I tune into Hood Geniuses, but Miz 100, that's all I'm going to say. That's my boy, yo. He the, res- the results are in from last week. Can I get a drum roll, please? <laughs> 79% said it was dope. 79? It would have been higher, but we actually had a lot of votes. Like, it, yeah. it was so many votes that it kind of, like, took it to it 79. Tilted, yeah. All right, well, that's a good like, thing. Like, last week's votes didn't get that many people voting. So okay. people was actually talking about this one. So I think it's a good 79. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's what's up, man. Shout out to MC Knowledge, man. Send us some more I work. I hear this song. I'm gonna let you hear that song. You know, I love but I'm also gonna let like you hear that. this song we okay, got this week. Shout this out one to the homie J O comes from J O the Shameless Mega. LP on the way. It dropped. Did it drop today? From no, where? The single drop. The single drop. From where? Well, this is this a friend of ours. He okay, awesome. He, he is on his way to rising to the cream of the crop, and he him and his him and his team team so. They putting in a lot of work and they doing their thing. Yeah, whether so, it's podcasting, podcasting, music, they music to, videos, they, they get a lot there. of big podcast interviews. They got they yeah. got a lot of stuff going on. Shire, uh, Shire, Shire, um sent me a clip of the um of the joint that you about to play yesterday, and I got a little glimpse of it. So shout out to the team over there at the uh, Fifty Street Podcast. Um, so the the Shameless LP will be out soon. As of right now, we get the Shameless single. This is. J Omega featuring Sayer 
produced by Sayer. To vote for this track, use hashtag PodBrother73. Yeah. And we'll be right back. S-O. Always been a real one. Never had the front. I've been on the hunt. You've been in your feelings. Stupid you for dealing with me. You're a fool to be comparing. All the dudes you used to deal with with me. I'm a superhuman. They're just empty and I'm super duper careless. Strictly because I'm used to moving fearless. Never had to run. Never held my tongue. You know who the real is. It behooves you to hear this simply because you can use the healing. The boo who's and all the tearing gets me. So I choose to be revealing. Truthfully, the deal is this me. I'm shameless. Money on my mind, so I grind, ain't no time to play You done thought that I was famous You can feel it in my vibe when I rhyme and I'm off the chain Only thing is I ain't brainless You can see it in my eyes, I ain't like them other guys And hey, hope you know that I ain't changing I'm ten toes down with my middle finger up Screaming I don't give a fuck, cause I'm shameless I'm danced in the wind, girl, it's so to the end You ain't know what tell a friend that, baby My niggas down the ride and we reel up on the side And the show is just beginning, baby, beginning, baby I'm off the glue with that purple hue Blow your back out in that W Girl, enjoy the view, you know how we do Look like I step out of the trap Never so dope, but these niggas so hope, hope One thing on my mind and I come from the grind And that stay in the scope, hope Nigga, you should too If you knew what this game would do to you Been chasing the shit since about 02 Look at all the bullshit I've been through Do say smell you don't know that Feeling with my feet up on the couch You don't know what that's about, uh Those who pass is my only ghost riders Been through the dirt and my future looking brighter Shameless Money on my mind, so I grind, ain't no time to play You the thought that I was famous You can feel it in my vibe when I rhyme and I'm off the chain Only thing is I ain't brainless You can see it in my eyes, I ain't like them other guys And hey, hope you know that I ain't changing I'm ten toes down with my middle finger up Screaming I don't give a fuck cause I'm shameless years old, ain't that old man, I'm still grinding Featuring Sayer with Shameless. To vote for that track, use hashtag Brother 73 So, Fresco, what do we think of that record? Hey. Can I do it in my accent from Wakanda? Do it, please. All right. All right. Oh. Okay, so my good friend of mine, J. Omega from the TOS Podcast. How you do, my friend? We play your new record here today on Podcast Brother, episode 73. And I must say, I do like the record. I think that... You were going for a certain direction with this record. 
if I can see myself playing this record, you know that I am a marijuana guy and I smoke my weed. I'm going to smoke my weed to this record and probably just vibe out and chill to this, to the vibes of the sound. I like the melody. I almost forgot my friend's name. Sire. I like the melody that Sire brings to the song. I really, really did enjoy it. It's groovy. It's one of those songs. It's not a song that you play in the club, not necessarily. Depending on who the DJ is and what the atmosphere of the club is like. But me personally, the way that I enjoy music for me, I would be listening while smoking my weed and just enjoying the privacy of my own time. Out this record, out of a 10, I will get this record a 7. Mm. Shout out to my friend, J. Omega. You done, Black Panther? <laughs> you may. First of all, I am your king, and you may not address me. So. <laughs> I can't wait till tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait till 15. <laughs> Do you want to get your thoughts? you want a quick? No? Okay. Well, to vote for that track, use hashtag Brother 73 So let's get yeah. into it, man. Um, what we got going on here? We bought the flyer. Trenton's we first annual sexual, sexual assault awareness, awareness 3K, 3K walk. walk. Coward Park. Trenton, New Jersey, 8 a.m. Rain or Shine, Saturday, presented April 14th, by, 2018. Presented by ROSA, Rising Over Sexual Abuse. In collaboration with Women's Space, Inc. Let's talk yes. about it. What do we got going so on So this here? is how I normally introduce myself. I, hello, my name is Tona Buck, and I'm a sexual abuse survivor. And as wonderful... Survivor as, or advisor? Survivor. Survivor, okay. I have been getting... Um, sexu- I was sexual abused from the time I was three years old. Wow. To about seven or eight. So this is going to be kind of serious to all your listeners, but it's important that I say what I need to say. I am a sexual abuse survivor, but it does not define who I am. It's mm-hmm. something that happened to me. Mm-hmm. Be- for two decades, I've spoken um, in front of thousands and thousands of women and men about my experience and my survival and my trauma and how I got to be where I am now before the Me Too movement. But what I can tell you is every time Every single time I've shared my story in front of thousands of people, it was always a me too. So mm-hmm. I decided over the summer to do a documentary of something that's never been done before. It's a documentary of 10 African-Americans telling their stories. Y'all are kind of young, so I don't know what, what y'all have learned in your homes. But for me, um, what's done in the house stays in the house. What's done right. in the home stays in the home. All you don't time. tell. And I teach on trauma and recovery, trauma and recovery for your university. So with that said, um, most coaches are like that. And I didn't know until I got to um, learn about other coaches. But for us, I know we didn't tell. And because we didn't tell, we allowed um, predators to continue to prey on our children. So after I did the documentary of, t- um, of the 10 African-Americans, and I promise you I had nightmares after every one, I realized that's how horrific their stories were. I realized that I am such a small piece of this puzzle. So I... I already wrote nine books previously, children books. But I wrote a book that's called Stop, Safe Touches Only Please. And so what the um, book does is it teaches children about their body parts. It teaches children about um, how to react or um, being able to have to be able to say stop to a predator that's coming towards, you know, that's going to try to prey on them. So the book is amazing. I'm an educator, so it has great sight words, but it also has great information to teach children about what to do in these situations. That was my second thing after the documentary. And I organized Trenton's first HIV walk when, when I was an age educator. I organized Trenton's first cancer walk because I lost my friend, my best friend to cancer. And I woke up one morning and I was like, 
we need to be able to um, educate people about this issue that no one's talking about. And that's why it's continuing. So on April the 14th, we are going to have Trenton's first annual Sexual Assault Awareness Month walk. And what I want to do is empower a child. I want to help a victim. And I want to educate adults. We don't know what a predator looks like. If we knew what they looked like, they would not be in our homes. 90% of children who are abused are by people they know and they trust. Do you want 90% are people that we know and we trust is my mother's boyfriend. She trusted him and he was a predator in her home. Mm -hmm. One out of four girls will be sexual assaulted. One out of six boys are being sexual assaulted as, assaulted as we're talking now. So this issue is not um, stopping. Um, so on that day, that's happening. On March the 23rd, I'm giving, we're having a kickoff. The kickoff is going to be so powerful because we have um, the mayor's wife. She's going to um, speak. We have this wonderful woman who's a part of the task force in New Jersey for um, human trafficking. And then we have another lady who she's a survivor, but she's one of the, she's worked under the governor um, for like four terms. Like, mm -hmm. so we have <laughs> so many um, powerful um, women that's coming. The me too movement was great. I, I am, I'm a me too. I need women to be able to express it. So, we could bring awareness that is happening. But what I need to do is a no more. Mm. I don't want any child to ever experience what I experienced or the other night African-Americans or what they experienced. Trauma is real. Sexual assault is real. And that's what a lot of y'all don't understand. We keep looking at this face and how pretty some of these women are and some of these men are. And, um, and we think that we're okay. But no, we're not. We are healing from something that we did not ask to be done to us. I was victimized at three, not at 18, not at three years old. These predators are very good at what they do. And if we don't educate our children, we are going to have another generation of children suffering like many of us had to do. What I love about the documentary and the trailer will be played on, a, um, on the Projected. 23rd. It's going to be the trailer. It's mm -hmm. my amazing cousin, um, Tommy Stanley. He is doing a documentary for me. So he's going to have a long trailer right now. You can look on um, my face, my Facebook page, Tony Buck. Um, he has a promotional trailer that he did an excellent job of showing people exactly what's to come. But we have never in history had African-Americans tell their stories. So it's huge. And the one thing about this them, is a great week for black people. It is. It's the best, best month to be in. It's Black History it's, Month. It really is. For me to promote something that's so important to me. Not that the other two walks were not um, important. And the cancer walk went for 10 years. So not that it wasn't important to me. This is personal. Um, one of the things that I said at every end of each interview is we cried. Oh, we have been bent. I ain't never been broken. But mm -hmm. now we roar. I mean, I think, and I, if you if you look on a um on our flyer, it has a um wonderful lion with cubs, and this is how I envision every man and woman who's telling their stories that we're protecting every generation beyond us. That now we roar. The lion is one of the most powerful animals in the kingdom, and when they roar, we shut everything down. Mm -hmm. Notice to all our predators that's out here. Listen to us, because I promise you, there's some right now listening to us. 
we are warned and we're going to stop you because we want to empower these children so that they would know. If you're a predator, don't listen to the show. I, if you're exactly. Turn, the, turn the podcast. Please do off. and kill yourself. If and, you are and a predator, you better never come to Wakanda. <laughs> kill yourself. <laughs> kill yourself. Because the harm that they do to these innocent children is far worse than anything that's imaginable. And the, and what I've learned is that if you are not a victim or a survivor, because it's totally two different things. Mm-hmm. A victim is someone who is still allowing that person to have control over them. Okay. A survivor is someone who says, I know what happened, but I refuse to let that, that this situation have control over me. Right. So these 10 individuals who did the documentary that will be so, I'm showing them March 23rd at 6 o'clock at the YMCA on Pennington Avenue, free, will be sharing their story because they are the bravest people I know. The walk is $10 a person, and it includes a T-shirt. But this is what, Let me go back. Okay. When I was doing the research for the documentary, I didn't know that April, which is the greatest month in the whole entire year because my birthday is, is like April the 20th. <laughs> it is. Yeah. But, I, but as a survivor who spoke for two decades, it really didn't come, um, become confirmed until Obama put a stamp on it. Mm. That's what happened. So it's not that it wasn't um, legitimized previously, but Obama came along and he stamped it. He made it official. He made it official yeah. for us. And so it wasn't until after I was doing documentaries and I kept saying sexual abuse awareness. My, I'm a survivor. How don't I know this? So my goal in life is when I don't know something, my job is to empower other people to know what I did not know. Because yeah. I think I'm kind of smart and knowledgeable. I would yes. agree. So, I, agree. I, I think I am. Yeah. And so um, and what's making me more smart and knowledgeable is that I want to help other people to know. And I want to save some children. I want to educate some parents. And I just want to heal some victims. It's mm. a, it. a lot of gems, yeah. man. You, you seem to be speaking on a lot of phenomenal things. You're doing a lot of great things. And Thank I want to tip my hat. Literally, <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm, I'm trying to not to be, you know, I'm trying to be a dad to a 14-year-old daughter. Ooh. My daughter wants to stay the night at every person's house she meets. And I have to tell her no. Yeah. I had to tell her no. You know, um, just, just recently... My daughter doesn't like to walk to school. I don't think it's a far walk, but she yeah. doesn't like to walk. Um, and I guess I misunderstood her when she said she was getting rides from her friend. And I'm thinking it's the friend and the mother. Turns out she's riding around with a 17 year old. And I'm, so it, I'm like, we can't do that. Yes. Because now you're, oh, my goodness. because you're hanging out with the, well, it's oh, two of them. Goodness. It's a 16 year old. She smokes. It's a 17 year old. She smokes. And this 16 to 17 year old is hanging out with older men, I believe. Yeah, of course. I know of that. Of course. I yeah, yeah. Not, I do not. My daughter is advanced. Yeah. Right? Physically. She's 14. Mm-hmm. You know, she likes a young lady. Yes, and all of these things, and even though I've never been assaulted as a father trying to raise a daughter, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to prevent her from, from that. Being, being, being victimized. And for some reason. She's taking her ass to this damn walk. For mm-hmm. some reason, my daughter is just hell bent every weekend. Can I go to my friend's house? Can I go to my friend's house? I want to stay tonight. Like, no, we can't do that. You know, the crazy part is I appreciate you being a father who says no, because if you keep her home, she's in a safe environment because you know she's going to be safe. My mother kept me home and the predator was in the bed. Mm. I remember my mother said to me, and I use this in one of my quote on um, www.tonabuck.com. Um, dot com <laughs> nice plug and yes i always plug mm-hmm. and um trenton's first um first awareness walk um splash.com but one of the things that my mother said to me that always resonated in my mind she said i wish you would have told and my question was my response was 
I didn't know what to tell. You need to make sure as much as you, she doesn't understand unless you sit right, down right. and talk to her, especially as a um, father to say, listen, these are the parts of the body that should not be touched. Your vagina is made of gold. Would you give it to anyone? This is how I raised an amazing, I raised two amazing children and I'm a, and I was a victim. Do you understand me? I chose to raise, it was a lot of work to raise two amazing children. And so with my daughter, who's fantastic, I used to always say to her, this is what it is. There are people out here, and, 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 and unless you were a survivor, unless you are a survivor or you've been victimized, a lot of times we think it would never happen to our um, sons and daughters. And it is. We're talking about 90%. We talk about one in um, four girls and one, one in six, six boys. boys. Yeah. It's happening. It's not stopping. They're just not telling. Right. And that's only reported. Right. Uh, people it's, who tell, are telling. It's still so, a lot of cases not being reported. You oh, add those to the thousands and thousands and thousands. Mm-hmm. We got yeah. 10 just to, uh, on my documentary right. who are they, didn't are they tell. All from Trenton? Or no, are they all from this area. All from this area. Can I ask you a many question? Was, it was their first time sharing. Can mm-hmm. I ask you something? Yes. How do you think we recognize predators before the situation it, that's a question that's asked all the time mm-hmm. and and my answer is always you can't mm-hmm. so this is why my book stop safe touches only please and other um early intervention education programs are good for our children mm-hmm. because predators are they look normal yeah. and so what we need to do uh, is empower I- our children so by three years old four years old they need to know my breast is a, um is a um it's not a safe place. It's um, a bad a place for somebody to touch my vagina. And I use words like that in my book. I remember the first person who read my book. They was like, "Oh, it's graphic." No, no, it's not graphic. That's the right. They word. need to know the right, um, the right um, words for their body parts. This is a breast. This is a vagina. This is your anus. No one is allowed to touch that. Not even doctors. Because we saw 170 wonderful athletes. Yeah. Who, that man came to treat their legs, and his hand found his way. Un, with no protection or in their vaginas mm. because no one thought about telling them that these are places that you're not supposed to touch. When we empower our children, we kill the predator. Yeah. If we don't empower the children, a predator's going to live. We don't know what a predator like. Mm. The man who molested me was a hardworking provider in my freaking family. I called him dad. Mm. Do you understand me? Yeah. 90% of the people who are being, those 174 um, girls, they knew the, um, the doctor. They knew him. He was personal to them. The parents trusted them. Yeah. So that's the that's the key to me. My key is to empower the children and um, educate so, the adults. So if a child does come to you and say, this happened, I'm not going to be like, it could not happen because I don't. I, it's real until proven wrong. Do you understand me? Right, right. And nine times out of ten, a child ain't telling something about somebody that they that, love. Right. Because mm-hmm. we love we love the person. We don't like the we don't like what we they're like doing to us. Right. And that's what, what people doing. don't understand. So when parents say stupid things like if somebody touch please parents, listen so, to what I'm telling you. So when parents say dumb things like if somebody touch you, I'm gonna kill them. If Uncle Jojo touches me, I'm not gonna tell you because I still love him and I don't want you to kill, you to kill him. him. Right. So my book is very important because of the fact, or just coming to the walk and hearing from other survivors and listen to the documentary, it's very important because we tell you the do's and don't as a parent too. Because one of the questions I ask the survivors, what in, what um advice would you give the churches? Because mm-hmm. the special Catholic churches, all churches, but special Catholic because they've been yeah. they've been outed. Um, what would I? What would you um tell educators? I'm working in the education field, and what would you tell parents? Like as as the as the victim now survivor, what advice would you give them? And many of them gave the same advice. You don't know who they are, 
So the most the, the most important thing that you can do is empower our children. She needs to understand why you feel the way you feel. I'm just not being an old protector today. I love you so much that I know that there are men out there that will victimize you and not because you're dumb, because you're not dumb, just because they're good at what they do. You're not the first 13, 14 year old girl with a nice behind, but girl, please, I can write books. So basically it's like, so basically you prepare your kids with the knowledge to know where they're not supposed to be touched. So at the moment a predator shows himself, he gets shut down and now he's exposed. And and if they don't get shut down, they still tell. They're comfortable with telling. The issue is that the predator continues. I told you from three to almost seven. Right. Because I didn't know what to tell. And I think, I think, see, my issue is I already know what I don't want. I've never been that good at expressing what I want. So sometimes I'll just say, hey, this is the way it is. Nope. So why you like, like you're helping me. So it's like now I feel confident. Yes. Going to my because daughter. Because you love her. I do love her. That, but she needs to hear that. Right. I love you. Right. So therefore, I don't want you to be victimized because there are people out here. Every time I talk to someone, what they say when they talk to their daughters, I hear your voice in my ears. And that means that every time I do that, all the horror, and I mean I experience horror, would never be in vain. Mm-hmm. White, black, or across the board. I need you to be able to say, I love you so much that I'm not going to allow anybody to victimize you because I'm going to power you. To make the best choices. If somebody does, I'm there for you. That's that's what that's what father men, boys and girls, just not girls, but both of them. It, it's across the board because we we saw in Philly when a coach victimized all those athletes because the parents trusted the coach. And Penn State, I was horrified. Penn State, yeah, yeah. Penn State, I was horrified, but it's but I wasn't surprised. Yeah, if, if that's if that makes sense. I was horrified for every little boy that that man touched. Yeah. I'm horrified for every little girl. I pray every morning, God is my witness. God, if a child is getting um getting assaulted, please remove their spirit from their body. Because it will bend them or mm. it could break them. And people who are not survivors don't understand what it's like to have to come back from what a grown person did to us that we didn't ask to be done. So I'm just gonna change the world one person by one person at a time. I'm gonna, and I'm gonna save a child. One um, child at a time. You're doing one hell of a job, and Thank I and you. I and you're going to get people going are going to listen to this episode. You're going to touch a lot of people and um, tell them to come. Tell them if you want to be a part of this walk, please go to womenspace.com and join this walk. You want to be around so many positive, strong people who um. You're Saturday, not alone. April 14th. You're not alone. We'll and that's there. the thing for my for my victims. You're not alone. You're not the what's first that, person. What's that website again that you just mentioned? www.womenspace.com. I'll or, have it in the uh, show notes. Or www.tonabuck.com. Okay. Um, and it would tell you how to um, be a part of this event. It's going to be amazing and powerful because it's time. Yeah. No more. No I, more. I, I like me too, but I, but I'm in a um I'm in a position that I need no more. How did you feel about those hashtags? Because I heard somebody else had a problem with them. It's like me too, and I think the other one was t- your time is up. I like both of them. You I like, like them? all of them. Let me tell you why I like them because because well seven. they said your time is up, meaning it's like I forgot what they described it as, but it's kind of like you're you're telling them that. So, I forgot how they described it. So, so when I hear, so, so I didn't even know about. The, I told you I've been telling my story for two decades. So when I heard about the Me Too movement recently, I was like, "Oh yes!" So what the Me Too movement um, does allow is um, victims to become survivors. Okay. It allows um, a woman who never, or a man who never shared their story. This thing is deep rooted. We do not tell this thing. It's so deep rooted that um, when we tell 
the healing of the soul begins. Trust me, for all y'all who are listening to me, because I promise you, you are listening to me and you're listening to my voice. Tell one person. I tell, I'm going to tell millions one day, but tell one person. Because the Me Too movement is very empowerful. And no more lets these predators know. We are coming back strong as ever. Our voice is roaring for us, Rosa. And I, my daughter came up the name Rosa, um, R-O-S-A, for Rising Over Sexual Abuse. We are warning, meaning that predators, be alert. Because at this point, we are empowering our children. I want a stop sign in every child in the United States window that says that that I've been educated about my body parts and I have empowered myself that no one can touch me without my permission. Mm -hmm. That's my goal in this life, that I'm going to save these children. I don't want any child to ever experience the horror that I had to experience. And I came out amazing. I really did, but it was not easy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, and I and I don't want it's that traumatizing. Child. It's, but it's, for the rest mm-hmm. of your life, you live with trauma. Yeah. For the rest of your life, for the rest of your life. So a lot of us are dealing with broken men and broken women, and trying to groom them to be wives and husbands. And we have not. And also, and also it with a secret, that, and they're trying to be a man and a woman, and you can't until you address the situation. We tell, hurt each other. Yeah. Tell. And a lot of a lot of people don't take the time to really get to know the person that they would yes. they just take what they like about them and they're, try to focus on that you know what I'm saying but they're, they're handsome people are a lot deeper than the surface they well, are I always tell people please don't take this pretty face for granted mm-hmm. <laughs> cause yeah. I got books baby yeah. don't take this handsome face for granted I ain't got no books <laughs> but I got knowledge you I have me? books behind my eyes and knowledge is important as well Saturday, so I'm really hoping Saturday um, April, April 14th, 14th that you um, help us um, with the women, with women's space and this awesome group of women who's helping me um, pull this together to um, know that me too. I am yes. a me too, but no more. We don't want any other child to be victimized. Let's right. get to it, man. Let's All help right. push this hey, thing man, and make was, it even was, greater than dope. what it's already going to be. You made our job easy. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, good at what did. I do. Yeah. Made our job easy. That was one of the first times <laughs> where somebody took over talking and I didn't feel like cutting them off. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? All right, right, listen, listen, listen. We got to go on to the next one. And, you know and also, I'm a personality host at WIMG, the three-time stellar award-winning station, Great Beef number four. She got the juice. got the juice. I'm going to need all of your links so I can put it in my show notes okay. so they can just click on whatever it is that you're giving us thank you i appreciate y'all having me i i'm, I'm very honest to be in front of two brothers who hey. i know that knew, know, knew the parent and i i'm glad that y'all turned out amazing and thank you you are giving a platform for other people to talk and express themselves be, be it if people agree or not agree that's not what the world is about it's about um having the right a to express yeah Freedom of speech. Now, I know you are a busy lady and you got to get out of here soon. I am. We got one more segment. Go ahead. It's, it's not long. It's our, it's our dig a hole. We, we're going to relax. We're not going to okay. say nothing. Fresco's going to dig a hole. Talk about somebody. Oh, God. That's what you came in. Yeah. <laughs> Just relax. No, I want to hear. And then after that, we're going to say our goodbyes. We're going to take okay. our picture. We're going to get ghosts. Yeah, so. I just want to buy a book from um, Rachel, um, from Rachel, um, Borla, Okay. A, a new author in Trenton. Okay. Dig a hole and bury your motherfucking self. America. This one is for you in general. America. Now, unless you've been living under a rock, I'm pretty sure you've heard about the school shooting that's taking place down in Florida. About a 17-year-old kid who killed 17 of his uh, 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 schoolmates in in some of the faculty, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um... Listen, right, 
this is a story that's repeated itself far too often in this country. Um, I just want to point a few things out about these shootings that take place. Um, Florida shooting that just recently happened, the weapon of choice, AR-15. Mm-hmm. The shooting that happened in the club in Orlando at mm-hmm. the at the homo, at the gay club, the weapon of choice, AR-15. <clears throat> Sandy Hook school shooting with a guy shot up the fucking elementary school, yes. weapon of choice, AR-15. And then I also believe the Vegas shooting that took place a few months ago at that concert, I believe the weapon of choice was also an AR-15. Why does not why does America not see that there is a gun law issue in this country? I saw a tweet. I'm pretty sure you guys are familiar with this lady. If not, she's a media personality. I think her name is Tommy Lauren. She tweeted and said, it hasn't even been 24 hours after the shooting and people are already talking about gun laws and gun reform. Let the family (laughs) grieve first. (laughs) Lady, 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 lady. First of all, this isn't the first scenario in which this has taken place. So it doesn't necessarily matter that it's the day after the actual shooting happened that people are talking gun reform. This is a conversation that's been happening for a very long time now behind these shootings. People are dying unnecessarily yeah. for no reason. You can't even send your kids to school no more. Yeah. You can't go to the club no more. You can't yeah. go to a concert without the risk of losing your life for some lunatic for whatever reason just goes ham and decides to take the lives of random people this shit gotta stop man something has to be done in order for this to be rectified to where you know it's tougher to 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 get your hands on a weapon especially of this caliber that can do this kind of damage to people in this short amount of time you know what I'm saying? it's just it's just it's unnecessary and it's really time for it to stop I don't want to be anywhere and have to feel like I'm ducking when I'm just trying to watch Black Panther. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be anywhere and get a phone call saying my my kid's school just got shut up and he's on lockdown and nobody can get in or out. Yo, like, nah, man. I I, I don't want to walk in that path. I feel extremely sad for all the parents and all the victims and family and friends of people who've lost someone to circumstances of this nature because you don't you don't get to get any answers and it's it's fucked up plain and simple it's fucked up man so america for being the big-headed bigoted racist goddamn sons of bitches that you are and you clearly can't see that there's a problem with guns and people in this country, but yet you want to build a wall to keep people out. <laughs> when, yeah. come on, man, we got to do better all together. It is Black Panther Week. It is Black History Month. Yes, we need to come together some more. America, dig a hole and bury yourself. Peace out from Wakanda. And mm-hmm. there it is. So how was your? time here i know you said you enjoyed I had a it but fantastic time i'm glad we closing out. up because i had a whole that would have been a whole another half an hour talking oh, yeah, about the gun right. riders in the school system because i'm an educator and um i also work um i'm a consultant for yale university mm. work with people with mental health issues and every time somebody grab a gun they try to make them um have some mental health no some people just crazy yeah, some people just crazy. Mm. It, got, it has nothing to do with them having a mental health oh, issues or whatever about, the case may i forgot be. the movie theater guy in colorado yeah yeah so, well, um, so watching Batman or something. Yeah. So one of the things really fast, and you're gonna ask me, and I'm gonna sum this up because I'm a talker. 
But because I, I think about this all the time, a mother should never have to bear their child. Right. Do you understand what I'm telling you? I Mm-mm-mm-mm. love my children immensely. My prayer is always God. Literally, let me die if I ever have to. Be, if I let me die first, then have to bury a child. So I, so my, I empathize and, and and with all these mothers and, and, and fathers too. But definitely somebody who carried the child and groomed the child, and they have to bury this child. So one of the things that I think is. Because one of the girls said earlier on today's show, she said, you know, right now they're talking about more gun laws. So I'm a Southern girl. And you have to understand, when you're from North, you don't understand why it's so hard to change the laws. Can I just tell you knowledge that I know? Okay, so what's hard to change the law is that I was sitting at my family's house and we were eating dinner. And so we heard gunshot going off and everybody at the house, we was in South Carolina, and and no one at the house even flinched. And the reason why they didn't flinch, because that's normal. In Trenton, if I hear a gunshot, my prayer automatically goes out to somebody's mother because somebody's child has just gotten killed. In South Carolina, my uncle has, we have uh, 65 acres of land left. And so when you're shooting, we have a gun range. I love, I've been, in my grandparents' house, there were rifles everywhere. We never touched a rifle. In the South, it's normal to them because they fully just use guns. A lot of people just to, just to hunt or for, you know, um, for pleasure. It's when you start coming up here a lot of times that, I can buy a gun for $50 off the streets with bodies already on it. So yeah. it doesn't matter. As long as they get into our neighborhoods, they need to use them. So how do we do? We need to educate our children about the consequences that they're going to take. And we need to have a better lockdown system in these schools. That's like, like a predator. And I thought about that this morning. Somebody, you asked me, how do I know what a predator looks like? I don't. We talking about also, we had the army person, whoever came on a base and shot people up. And he was a stand up army guy a couple of years ago. So we don't know what these, um, the, the mindset of anybody, young, old, white, black. Mm, we do. I don't know if I'm gonna run again. So with that said, if there is a stereotype of people who come and kill up a, a, a massive of people, but, but seriously, um, it's about teaching our children to be aware and, and he knew, and they know what to do. He set that alarm. He pulled that fire alarm, knowing that those kids was going to come out. So the lockdown system, and this is so sad in America that we have to get to a point that we have to have um, um, the, the 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 things. What do you call them? Um, when people walk through them, um, metal detectors. The metal detectives. Now we got. I have. We have. We have tight flight security in uh, at my school. Well, I think we the way that is going. I think the way that is going, we shouldn't be ashamed of it. Metal detectors and cops. Outside. I thought we have I to do it. We have to do it now, but it's so sad that we have to do it. But right. we don't know who the we don't know, you know who, who the predator are. They'll and figure so, out a way around that too. They, they, and that, they, you know if they want to, like this guy had already been to the school. He knew. This, he knew. He knew it. So. The gun laws are very important. Please don't get me wrong. Please don't get me wrong. But um, being able to educate people about the consequences of the choices that they make, um, um, empowering our young people, to, um, even if they are dealing with mental health issues or dealing with bad childhoods, or have girl, if they talk about he killed somebody, he had a bad childhood. Well, everybody on my table, everybody, 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 so the thing is, um, as educators, we need to listen. As people, we need to, because somebody said that they saw, a lot of times they see this stuff on social media. Social media is very important. When you see somebody say something um, crazy, really, for real, report that mess. Hell yeah. We have a responsibility to say, hey, bro, I know we cool, crazy, but he know, just bro. said that he going to go kill up some people. And I may need to call um, 911 and just give it out He got him. a gun, no! And so, with that being said, yes. this was episode 73. This was Hello. Can I do the sign off? <laughs> Go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. This is episode 73 of the Podcast Brothers <laughs> featuring Tony Book. 
We are doing big things here yes. now. Black love, Black Panther, Black people, Black everything. Yes. Paint the walls of Black. Have a good day. <laughs> yes.